Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely. You will hear proven strategies and solutions to help you in your recovery, including real interviews with real people. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Check it out now on Amazon. And now... Another episode of Bulimia Sucks, the podcast. Mental health rocks. Bulimia sucks. Bulimia sucks, but you don't, and here's why. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall will teach you how to begin breaking through the multitude of negative thoughts, feelings, triggers, and urges to empower yourself to change your painful behaviors completely and guide you towards that happy life you might only dream of right now. Hello, and welcome to Bulimia Sucks. The early days guide wins. So it's, I'm so pleased that you're here listening to this podcast because each week, for the first few weeks, we are going to be talking about different techniques that are going to help you to begin to, depending where you are in your recovery, if you've already started your recovery, or if you're in two minds about beginning your recovery. But I want to teach you each week, each podcast, different techniques to, that you can be used to begin to break down the negative blocks, if you like, that are stopping you from taking that positive step forward. So these are going to be like little minute steps towards that main step of you beginning to take back control of your life. Good. Well, it's great that you're here. Bulimia Sucks, the podcast with Kate Hudson Hall. I want to begin, first of all, by just telling you a little bit about myself. So my name is Kate Hudson Hall, um, and I am the author of Bulimia Sucks, the book. And whether you know this or not, I had bulimia when I was younger, and I had it for 15 years. And in those days, there, because it was quite a long time ago now, there wasn't really much help whatsoever out there for any eating disorders, but let alone bulimia. Nobody knew what it was. And if you think that bulimia wasn't specifically named, if you like, until 1979. So it's still relatively new labeling for a problem that has been around for a very long time, I'm sure. So when I was young, when I had bulimia, there wasn't any specialized help for people so much with bulimia. Um, I saw a number of different therapists and it wasn't until finally I found a therapist that had also experienced bulimia. So she fully understood where I was coming from and what I'd been through and the different stages that I, that I was at, only because she'd been there herself. Um, so I want to begin today by teaching you 
a technique that's going to help with the times that you felt, feel stressed. Because whether we like it or not, we all have different stressful situations in our lives. And there, there are many different types of stresses. We have external stresses, things that can cause us stress. And they could be maybe somebody giving you some sort of negative comment or a social factors come into it, such as, you know, pressure to have that perfect body, which I think many of us can relate to. Um, and it could be some pressure, family pressure, or it could just even be something like, you know, you're stuck in traffic that causes stress. Um, and, but particularly at this time with COVID, you know, some people are very stressed about it and very dis distressed about it. So there's the external sources, but then we also have our very own internal sources. And let's think about that now. Oh, yes, those thoughts, all of those negative thoughts that we have so often can trigger stress responses that then could well lead to a negative reaction such as binging or purging. Um, stress is a big part, I think, for people that have bulimia because if they are stressed or they've, they've, their stress factors are heightened, they're more likely to end up binging and therefore leading themselves into, into purging. Now, your stress levels are directly related to your interpretation of an event that triggers the stress. Because if you were to imagine we all deal with stress differently and it's our interpretation of it and our reaction to it to what the pattern is to what happens. Because if you were to imagine you found the biggest, longest, hugest snake in the garden. Now, some, some people would completely freak out and be very distressed. But then on the other hand, other people may feel excited and calm about the fact that there's a snake there, a massive, great big snake, and be overwhelmed with excitement about it. So a real key here is, is that it's our interpretation of the event that causes our stress. So it's those thoughts that you have and feelings that then those thoughts lead into the feelings that cause the stress levels to rise. But like I said, we can't avoid stressful experiences because our lives, particularly at the moment, are brimming with them. All we've got to do is watch the news and, you know, that can raise your stress levels. But your goal is to start to be aware of your pattern of stress and what you can do differently and, and how you can begin to manage your stress skillfully. And be aware of that internal worry and the stories that contribute to your stress. So it's learning how to respond rather than reacting. And one 
great way to be able to reduce your stress is with what I'm going to teach you next, which is the breathing technique. Now, for many of you, you may have been taught it before and how to do it, but I want to go over this because it's really important that you understand the reasons why you're breathing the way you're breathing. Because if you don't understand that, then you're not going to do it. Let me begin by explaining. So we have the sympathetic nervous system. So we have two systems, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. So when you breathe in, you activate your sympathetic nervous system, which activates your stress hormones like cortisol that start pumping through your bloodstream. And that whole pattern, that whole cycle begins. Your heart starts to increase, your blood pressure rises, your breathing speeds up, your pupils dilate, blood vessels constrict, and the sweat increases and you become really tense. The whole body becomes tense. It's as if you're, well, it's you're preparing your body to face some sort of threat. It's as if, you know, we were, you know, there was a great big tiger and it was about to attack you. But if that threat is, I'm late for a meeting, this response is not very helpful and it can be damaging. And it's also called the fight or flight response. It's when we get really anxious. When cortisol is too high for too often. And if this happens, then what happens is that it disturbs the body's hormone balance, which creates stressful feelings like anxiety. So that is your sympathetic nervous system. And then the other one is the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is your normal, natural, calm state. And we're in this state when we breathe out. So when you breathe out, you activate this parasympathetic nervous system, which also then in turn activates your muscles to relax, your heart rate to drop, your blood pressure to lower, and then your breathing rate returns to normal. And you feel back in that calm, relaxed state. And we want more of this. So it's learning to be able to access that specific state, your parasympathetic nervous system state more. And the way that we're going to do this is by using your breathing. So when you are feeling really stressed over something, could be anything, whether it's big or small, what you're going to do is, in order to be able to feel calmer, more relaxed, you're going to breathe in through your nose to the count of four, and as you do that, you're going to breathe all the way right down into your, the bottom of your tummy. And then you're going to breathe out through your mouth to the count of eight. So you're going to breathe out for longer, double the length. So because remember, you're accessing the parasympathetic nervous system when you breathe out that calm state. So that is why you're <laughs> that's why you want, I, need, I need you to breathe out for longer. 
And when you breathe out, you purse your lips like as if you're blowing out a candle or you're blowing a great, great big bubble. And then you'll do this a couple of times. So either two or three times, you'll just go through that same pattern. So you're breathing in for four through your nose, breathing all the way down into the bottom of your tummy. And then you're going to breathe out, but breathing out for eight as if through your mouth, as if you're blowing your big bubble. So you're going to do that two or three times. So when you're feeling stressed, anxious, tense, you're going to use this technique to begin to be able to get you into a just a slightly better place than you were. But the more that you do this, the calmer that you're going to feel. So I want you to practice this throughout your day as often as you need to, but particularly when you're stressed or anxious or scared or tense. And I want you to make this into a new positive habit. And another way that you could sort of begin to introduce this into your life is by setting an alarm and maybe setting an alarm for like, you know, every three hours, set an alarm just to remind you to practice this, to be able to calm and relax. But of course, use it if you're feeling tense or anxious. Sympathetic and your parasympathetic nervous system and you want to stay for longer in that parasympathetic nervous system that's the calm state and so that is why taking a nice deep breath in in four out for eight you'll feel calmer so it's really important that you understand it because now you understand it then you'll be use it and practice it and you'll reap those fantastic benefits of feeling calmer and feeling relaxed so well thank you for listening thank you for listening to our bulimia sucks podcast i look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast with further simple easy techniques just to start to get you into that slightly better place in order to begin to maybe open those doors to how you can fully step onto that first step of recovery. I look forward to speaking to you in the next podcast. The Bulimia Sucks podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall, playing now on all the main platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher for Android, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and here. Play Bulimia Sucks, the podcast with Kate Hudson-Hall. Bulimia sucks, but you don't. Kate has just released a new best-selling book called Anxiety Hacks with proven techniques, tools, and tips to calmness. Check it out now on Amazon.